Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. Hey, good morning, everybody. BJ here with this week's 10 at 10. I hope you've had a good week. A little cold, a little cloudy, drizzly rain and all that kind of stuff. Not an awesome day outside, but um, this is the day the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, man, last night was um, a great time in midweek teaching. We talked. To, we went further on the righteousness of God. We talked about it on Sunday morning about uh, just understanding, you know, the righteousness of God and 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 then I just, I, you know, I never get done. I never get done with what I want to do on Sunday morning. So I took time to pack a lot of scriptures. Uh, you want to listen to the podcast about the righteousness of God from this past, um, from last night, the midweek teaching, um, because you need a revelation of righteousness and you need a passion, a passion, a revelation for righteousness because righteousness is not rule keeping; it's relational, and it's we just man, it was just so good, such a good reminder. And I want to talk a little more about it today, um, and then Sunday morning, Lord willing, um, we're going to jump into peace and talk about the peace of God and the covenant of peace that we have with God. Um, and so, uh, for right now, let's look in Romans chapter ten, maybe some from your notes on Sunday morning, but I want to, to jump into Romans chapter 10, put 10 minutes on the clock, and we will get started. So Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for your righteousness, for your goodness in our life, for your mercy in our life, God, that he who knew no sin became sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. And we thank you. We thank you for just your your mercy and, and, and grace that's new every morning, God. Your loving kindness is new every morning. And we pray that you help us, God. You help us grow. You help us learn. Help us believe you and trust you in Jesus' mighty name. All right, so Romans chapter 10. Let's look at that real quick. Um, uh, I might not even need my glasses. Let's see. Romans chapter 10. Um, we'll just start in verse 1. Uh, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they may have a great zeal, which means passion, you know, for God, um, this great passion and zeal for God, but not according to knowledge, meaning it's not accurate. It's not according to the knowledge of God. And, and um, remember, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Um, for they are ignorant. They are ignorant, unaware, unknowing. They are ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God. So I want to stop right there before I read that, that, that next verse and just talk for a minute about when you're ignorant of God's righteousness, you are unaware, you don't know about the righteousness of God, then usually what happens is you make a substitute righteousness. You make a, a lesser righteousness, whether it's self-righteousness, a social righteousness, some kind of cultural righteousness, a group righteousness, a traditional righteousness, whatever, you try to be right in your own eyes. When you're ignorant to the righteousness of God, then you end up trying to establish some faulty, false 
version of a lesser righteousness and you you deem yourself or others right in your own eyes, but in God's eyes, you're not right. It's not right. You're wrong. And and so righteousness we've talked about um, is a gift. Uh, we talk, talked about it last night, went through Romans chapter five and clearly showed that that the righteousness that is from God is only received by faith. Um, it's faith righteousness. We receive it by grace through faith in Christ. And, and it's a gift. It's the gift of righteousness. And that gift of righteousness should cause us to reign in this life, meaning there should be a reigning and an authoritative reality that flows out of righteousness. And, and so that's why we, we don't need to be ignorant of God's righteousness. If we're ignorant of God's righteousness, then we will, we will um, miss the mark and we will, will not be able to rightly reign according to his righteous power, we will try to rule and reign according to our self-righteousness or rule and reign according to our social or cultural righteousness instead of ruling and reigning in the righteousness of God, being in right standing with God and right relationship with God, right position, right condition. And we talked about all that on Sunday and, and some of that last night. You can go back and listen to it. But when you're ignorant of God's righteousness, then you don't know how to do battle. And 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 you don't know how to walk in all the authority and power that his righteousness has given you. And and so I like what it says in verse uh, four there. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. So again, righteousness is received by grace through faith. And when you believe in the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ, Christ is the end of the law. He's the end of performance. He's the end of you trying to be right. Righteousness is a gift. So Christ is the end of the law, is the end of performance. It's the end of earning it. It's the end of trying to make yourself right because you believe and you trust that Jesus made you right with God and he gave you his righteousness as a gift. That's why the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. You have this, the kingdom of God and his righteousness in you as a gift. And from that righteousness, according to Romans 5, you should rule and reign in life according to grace. And it should be this powerful thing that begins to overflow in your life that actually helps us do warfare. So skip back to Romans chapter 6 real quick. I went over this last night, but it's, it's worth looking over. Romans 6.13 says, do not present your members, meaning the members of your body, your mouth, your eyes, your ears, you know, your, 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 your body. Do not present the members of in, as instruments of, right, of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. So we have a choice. We, if we're ignorant of God's righteousness, then we don't have the knowledge of God in our life and we're living by a faulty righteousness, which we are deceived, we're, we're, we can be whooped by the devil, we can be whooped by the flesh, we can, we can live in a lesser reality and, and end up frustrated um, and, and stuff. But when we become aware of God's righteousness, that Christ is the end of the law, and that word end means tell us, it's the Greek word tell us, which means he's the purpose, he's the end game, he's the purpose. So Christ is the is the 
purpose of the law for righteousness. So it's always about his righteousness, never about our righteousness. Um, I talked more about that on Tuesday night. But this, when you're aware of this righteousness and you have it and you it starts to rule and reign in your life, it becomes an instrument. That word instrument of righteousness means weapon. It becomes a weapon and an instrument of righteousness. So when you're aware of God's righteousness, you know and believe that Jesus made you right and made you righteous. You now have the ability um, and the capacity to operate in the righteousness of God in and through your life. Take authority over your flesh, take authority over your emotions, take authority over the enemy, take authority over all that stuff and walk in righteousness. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And it's just this power, the ability to believe and to act rightly in God's eyes. And you have that ability if you're a believer in Christ. And and so this instrument can be a weapon or it can be a tool, it's an instrument of righteousness. So you choose, are you and the members of your body gonna be instruments of righteousness or instruments of unrighteousness? And then you look over to 2 Corinthians, I love what it says in in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter six, verse seven, it talks about um, the armor of righteousness. So 2 Corinthians six, verse seven, it says, it is talking about battles and struggles and how their ministry endured and persevered through difficulties and famines and sleeplessness and fastings and different battles. And it says that the word of truth by the power of God, this is 2 Corinthians 6, verse 7, that the the word of truth by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left. So there's this armor of righteousness. And that that word armor can mean weapon. It's the same word. It can mean weapon. And so there's this armor of righteousness or this weapon of righteousness. When we're ruling and reigning with Christ, we have the weapon of righteousness to defeat the enemy, to defeat the flesh, to come against that which is coming against us in righteousness. Not in, in self-righteousness, not in unrighteousness, not in some kind of false righteousness, being right in our own eyes, justifying our actions or our emotions because of something. But we are, we are walking right with God and his righteousness can move through our life to bring power. And that's what the Bible also says in Ephesians 6, I believe it's verse 14. About the, about the breastplate of righteousness. Why do we have a breastplate of righteousness in the armor of God? Just like the armor of righteousness, why do we have a breastplate of righteousness? To guard your heart so that against the lies and attacks of the enemy so that you will believe, continue to believe, even in, in your struggle or in your battle, even in times that you might fail, you'll continue to believe that you have been made right with God. Your sin does not remove your righteous position with God. You have been made righteous by grace through faith, and you can rule and reign in that righteousness. Submit your body to Christ. Submit your, sub, don't be ignorant of God's righteousness. Know and believe, know and believe that Christ gave you his ability to be right, to be righteous, not in your own eyes, in God's eyes. And when you submit yourself to God as a living sacrifice to walk in obedience, 
I'm telling you, you'll walk, you'll, your members will become weapons. You'll have an armor of righteousness. There's my timer. You'll have an armor of righteousness. You'll be an armor of righteousness. The breastplate of righteousness will guard your heart against the lies of the enemy. When he's trying to tell you but because you had some failure or you had some some issues where you you rejected God, you walked in disobedience, and it'll make you feel like you're unrighteous. And if you ever start walking in that ignorance or deception to believe that you're unrighteous, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, man, you're going to lose the battle. You need to come back and be convicted of righteousness. Remember that you're that he's made you righteous and then start activating that righteousness through obedience to God because there is never a moment in your saved life that you don't have the righteousness of God. He's made you able. And I pray that you would, uh, that the righteousness of God would rule and reign in your life as you wear the armor of righteousness and the breastplate of righteousness. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray a spirit of wisdom and revelation in terms of righteousness over your people, that they would know and believe the righteousness that you have given us, and we would walk in that righteousness no matter what, and that we walk in obedience, and that our warfare would not be carnal, but it would be spiritual, tearing down strongholds, and that we would walk in in the spirit of righteousness in all of our ways, and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Hey, love you guys. We'll see you Sunday. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.